Turn my mic on. All right. Happy Thursday, everybody. Yeah, I, I said in the uh, in the chat room that uh, I was uh, that you're all going to be disappointed uh, because I don't have a lot prepared for today. Actually, I don't have anything prepared really to speak of. I uh, had a very busy day today. I uh, I went to work. I usually work ten hour days. And then when I got home, my uh, my dear wife, she was uh, supposed to be out to work during this time, but she was actually home because she had some cancellations. So we actually got to enjoy uh, some of the evening together. So that was that was a nice positive. So I enjoyed that. Uh, but but I really did not prepare anything for this. I thought about it all week. What am I going to talk about? What am I going to talk about? Oh no. I, it's it's Monday. I haven't even picked a subject to talk about. And as I go through the week, I'm finding that, well, I already talked about that. I already talked about that. What else am I going to talk about? And uh, I've maybe reached that point where I, I don't know. We're just going to see where this goes. But I had a very interesting week. I had a very emotional week. Oh, boy. I, you know. You know, I just, I found out I'm a very emotional person. I, I have a very difficult time controlling my emotions, it seems. I used to think I was just one of these straight-faced guys, and I could stare down anybody, and I could win any argument, and I could win any debate. And I'm not that guy anymore. I, I, I guess I wear my emotions on my sleeve. I can't take the constant bickering and the constant critique and the constant slandering that I'm seeing online. It is just driving me crazy. I'm cra it's driving me crazy, folks. And, you know, I'm, I'm saving my best speech for all of you. My wife, she got to hear, well, she got to hear the worst stuff that came out of my mouth. Uh, and, uh, I'm, I can't say that, uh, I'm proud of what I said. Uh, I can say some terrible things. I'm a very poor excuse for a Christian at times. I'll just tell you that. But uh, anyway, so there is this thing going around on Facebook. And I talked about it on last week's live stream. It was about the doctrine of justification from eternity. And there are a couple of guys that are going around that are, in my opinion, upsetting the faith of some people. Maybe <laughs> upsetting mine maybe, uh, but they're trying to upset the faith of folks on Facebook, okay, and they're coming from all, all sorts of, all sorts of angles here, you got folks that are really wise, apparently they've been studying theology for a very long time, you've got, you've got new people, newly converted people, People that just been converted within the last month, running around on Facebook saying, "If you believe in the doctrine of justification from eternity, you don't know the gospel." And uh, I just discovered that this week, because and because I discovered that I'm not regenerated, folks. Where are we going with this? Where is this going? It's just, it's insane. It's insane. Okay, the timing of justification. It is, that is not the gospel. 
okay? And we've talked about that before. And I could get back into what is eternity, where, what is time, what's our perspective, what's God's perspective. It doesn't matter, folks. We, we have the simplicity of Christ. He saved his people from their sins, okay? And every one of them is going to come to believe the gospel at his appointed time. Okay, and this is all through grace. Okay, and we come to believe entirely through faith. Okay, not of works, lest any man may boast. Okay, it's this is something that a a young child can understand. This is something that you should have no problem putting in your own words what the gospel is to a young child. You can preach the gospel to anyone, okay? And uh, if you can't, then maybe you don't know the gospel. If you if you start bringing the doctrine of justification from eternity into it, or if you start bringing the, the timing of justification into it, uh, you're, 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 you've gone down a wrong path. You need to get back on track, okay? But anyway, we've got folks on here that are upsetting people, and it, it needs to stop. Okay, if you got people on your on your friend list that are just bugging the snot out of people because of their disagreement on the timing, then just mute them, unfriend them, whatever. It's for me, it was getting to me because they write about me. Okay, they write about me. They go out and they put blogs out there on the internet, uh, and what's really crazy about it is people will blog about me. People that have been on my friend list for many years, not once have they reached out to me in any form of conversation. They haven't sent me a message. They haven't tagged me in a post. Nothing. Not once. And yet they'll write a whole blog about what I believe and how bad I am. Okay? There's one guy out on YouTube about, oh, 10 or 11 years ago. He, this guy, and I'm going to repeat this guy's name. You can, Monty Collier. I don't know him. He knows me, apparently. And he, he made up all kinds of lies about me. All kinds of lies about me. And put this on the, on the internet saying, you know, I, I'm a hyper dispensationalist. That I don't believe that uh, Jesus Christ taught uh, salvation by grace through faith alone that he taught a salvation, a justification by works, and that uh, he, he took one piece of what I believe and built a whole, he, he assumed everything I believed and built a whole doctrine about what I believed and put it out there on the internet. And then he turned off comments and he refuses to respond to my my emails. And this, this thing's out there on the internet. And... I don't know, it bothers me because friends of mine or even people who aren't friends, unbelievers, very close people in my life, family members maybe, they find this video and they see that I'm a heretic. And I don't know, it just really bothers me, the slandering that goes on. So anyway, I'm complaining, but I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's I'm, I'm wearing my emotions on my sleeve, I suppose. And this isn't a sermon, folks. This is just me uh, live streaming. You get you get me, okay? And 
It's unprepared. So what is it with these people? What is it with these people? And why are they young men? I don't see too many young ladies, sweet ladies, by the way, doing this. I don't see any nasty ladies out there going around on the internet blogging about how bad this this preacher is or how bad that preacher is. Why don't you see that? You always, you always see young men. Occasionally you see the older men, but they usually seem to be young men. And I've seen the end of where this gets them, you know, if God does not grab hold of them, okay? Mark Carpenter, back in the day, he has outside the camp webpage, it's no longer around, he's no longer on the internet doing his thing, but there, there, I know that of two suicides that it led to, okay, this, this type of, uh, intellectual, uh, bloods, got, using the gospel as a, Gospel language is a blood sport or a tool to pump up their intellectual pride. And and he even had a little webpage, and he called it the Heterodoxy Hall of Shame. And if you, if you were teaching anything that he didn't determine to be 100% in alignment with his understanding, he'd put you on that. He'd, he'd uh, and he'd call you all kinds of, uh, he'd call you a tolerant Calvinist or, or whatever. I mean, the man even had, uh, Bill Parker on there and called him the most evil man that ever lived. Okay, so oh, I just I just don't like it. Okay, and uh, you, you know this type of talk, speech it corrupts minds uh, from the simplicity that is in Christ. Okay, Second right. Corinthians eleven three. Okay, people get bogged down in this stuff. They uh, try to explain something that they don't even know themselves. And it's, it's frustrating to me. Okay. So, that's really all I got. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go and read a little quick, a quick passage here. 1 Thessalonians 4, 9 through 11, verses 9 through 11. And I love this one. And I think it's something we need to model ourselves after. Okay, of course, these are the words of an apostle, of the apostle. Okay, verse 9. But as touching brotherly love, ye need not that I write unto you. For ye yourselves are taught of God to love one another. And indeed ye do it toward all the brethren which are, which are in Macedonia. But we beseech you, brethren, that ye increase more and more, and that ye study to be quiet. Okay? And you do your own business, and you work with your own hands, as we commanded you. Okay, so you study to be quiet. I am not seeing that today. I'm not seeing that today on Facebook <laughs> from a lot of folks, maybe myself included. Here I am. I got a live stream. Am I studying to be quiet? Probably not. I'm not living up to the commands of the Apostle Paul. Okay, but I'm also not out there attacking people. I hope I'm not. I hope I'm not tr trying to make fights or create uh, disagreements or arguments or or unnecessary, you know, vile backbiting that that I see on the internet. But look here, I love this. I love this passage that you stay to be quiet and you do your own business. Okay, 
And I love this is what John Gill has to say on verse 11. Oh, what a wonderful commentary this is. To live peaceably in their own families. This is what he means. You study to be quiet. To live peaceably in their own families and to give no disturbance to other families by tail-bearing, whispering, and backbiting. To behave with quietness in the neighborhood, town, or city, or Facebook group that they dwell in, and to seek the peace thereof, and to lead a quiet and peaceable life, in all godliness and honesty, in the commonwealth, and under the government to which they belong, and not to create and encourage factions, divisions, animosities, and contentions, in their own church, or in any of the churches of Christ. <laughs> and it becomes saints to make this their study, to be very solicitous for it, to strive for, and to pursue after it. The word used signifies to be ambitious of it, as what it is, as what is a man's glory and honor, to emulate and strive to outdo each other, as who shall have the honor of being the quietest person and the most peaceable member in the community. What a what a commentary by John Gill. I love it. You know, I we ought to make that our 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 model on Facebook and when we sit down to talk to other people. Okay? There are a lot of headhunters out there, a lot of argumentative accusers of the brethren. Okay? And I'd I'd much rather spend my time in the company of you all out there, the saints who love to worship our Lord. And we spend our time praying and teaching each other and trying to build up each other rather than try to tear each other down. Okay? So, that's that's my message for today. I'm sorry for being so emotional about it. I was accused of being emotional about it, and you're right, I am emotional about it. It bothers me. It bothers me a lot. And I hope it bothers all of you, too, when you see this type of behavior, when you, when you, when you run across this type of behavior on Facebook or anywhere else in social media or on the Internet or even in your own offline lives, okay, in our own churches that we, we attend. All right, that's all I got. Sorry if you're looking for more tonight, but I'm a busy guy. I have to work and <laughs> make money, and uh, I just raise a family and got a lot of things going on. But I'm going to still keep trying to do these uh, once a week, even if it means my messages are short. So I love all of you so much. I love my brothers and sisters out there. I want to do nothing more than just to help help you or help minister to the saints online, minister to anybody who needs my help. I'm not much of a help, but I'll try to help, okay? So, anyway, I love you all. You have a great week. I'll see you this time next Thursday.